the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. Here's a great New Year's resolution. Work smarter in 2010. Use GoToMeeting and meet clients and colleagues online. With GoToMeeting brought to you by Citrix, you can save time and money by holding meetings online. Instead of driving or flying to meet in person, use GoToMeeting to conduct sales presentations, product demos, training sessions right from your desk. Stay productive, be efficient, and avoid the hassle of unnecessary travel. We use GoToMeeting all the time. Can't remember how we did business without it. You can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. But you must visit GoToMeeting.com slash K-N-E-W. That's GoToMeeting.com slash K-N-E-W for a free 30-day trial. Now, your money, your life. It's Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. I've got a good show planned for you today. I really do. This is a show that I would actually listen to myself if I could. Um, you're going to hear me lose my mind. <laughs> That's right. That's on today's show. Rob Black loses his mind about an event that I went to last night. Um, I swear, I swear you sign up for these events where you're going to be a speaker, where you're going to be a member of a panel, and I swear I'll never do that again. Signed up for two, three months ago. An old friend asked me to do uh, a favor. Oh, I'm going to get to that because I got to work. I got to work this out to make sure I don't drop any F-bombs, but I think you're going to like. Um, Tom Campbell is going to be on the show today. He dropped out of running for governor. He's going to run for a Senate seat in the state of California. We'll chit-chat with him a little bit about that, why he dropped out. I'm going to ask him some odd questions today. I feel very comfortable with my ability to ask the odd. If you have any questions you want me to ask him, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. My friends call me Robert, but you can call me Rob. It's rob, R-O-B, at robblack.com. What else do we have today? Ooh, we got Kim Commando. The one, the only Kim Commando. The market's getting slaughtered today. I like slaughtered days. Dow's down 210. NASDAQ down 27. S&P 500 down 20. Democrats. Very, very vulnerable. We'll talk a little bit about that. Conan says good riddance to NBC. He literally said good riddance. Someone pays you $45 million and you say good riddance. Stunning, right? I'd take that. After a long, long bout of negotiations, Friday night's going to be his last show. That's it. That's it for NBC and Tonight Show. The last time you'll ever see the Tonight Show, well, maybe not. I guess they'll probably give Jay Leno the Tonight Show back. Dakota O'Brien said good riddance. $45 million for him to exit, allowing Jay Leno to return to the program he hosted for 17 years. I will never, ever watch Leno again. If Leno says he's going to get down on his knees and blow the president of the United States, I will not watch. I've got no interest in it in any way, shape, or form. If Jay Leno says he's going to remove the mask of the alien head that he's been wearing for years and underneath is a lizard with a lizard-like tongue where he's going to catch flies, 
I will not watch. No interest, no desire, no want. I think you got to make a statement sometimes in your life. And then again, if a hot, cute, young, sexy actress on a show, maybe I will watch. So sometimes you got to compromise everything that you believe in. I truly believe that. So compensation for O'Brien's staff and crew was the final hurdle. O'Brien said uh, to have been dug in on the issue out of concern for his workers. NBC said this week that it had already agreed to pay millions of dollars to compensate every one of them and deemed it a public relations ploy. So Conan appreciated what NBC did to take care of his staff and crew. Blah, 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 right? Can we finally put this story behind us? Maybe a little bit. But before we do that, Friday he's going to have some very sought-after guests. If you like Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, the of bosom buddies. I know you're saying, do you remember Tom Hanks? I mean, he was the suckiest, worst TV show actor of all time. Of all time. Hilda and Buffy? Is that, what was that their names? Hilda, Gar- Hilda and Buffy off Bosom Buddies? I remember I used to watch that show because, you know, as a young boy who's maybe 10, 12, 13 years old, hormones go through your body and your, your body says, watch the show because there's women on it where they were, men were dressed as women living in a hotel of all women or an apartment building of all women. And there was some blonde on that show that was just smoking. At the time, she's smoking. You look back at it now and like sex symbols in the 1970s and 1980s, ain't, they didn't hold up all that well uh, or to today's standards. And again, that's kind of crazy, right? Standards and how we change. Anyway. Uh, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I promise you that. Anything as long as it's financially related in some way, shape, and or form. Um, Obama retreats on health care. Remember that mandate that he had that he was going to change, 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 change. And now he just seems like a regular old politician. Would you vote for him today? Knowing this is what you got. Yeah, I think American got kind of a little misled. I think he was a little bit naive, to be quite honest with you. I don't think that's all that much of a shocker that I'm saying that. I hope it's not. I'm not trying to totally, you know, lambaste the guy. I love the idea of someone who's not terribly seasoned and experienced going to Washington, D.C. I love that idea. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I hate the actual execution of what happened because it's a little bit of a a joke. Now, I'm hoping what's going to happen is very similar to what happened with Clinton. Remember Clinton? Arkansas hillbilly governor. He ran this amazing campaign where people just liked him. People just liked him and we put him in office. And his first year, two years, was a disaster. Hillary Clinton was going to change health care. She was going to be the, the all-empowering person to change health care. And people were like, we didn't elect you. Hold on, wait, wait, why is she changed health? And people revolted. Much like people revolting right now in Virginia, in New Jersey, in, in Massachusetts, saying, we don't like what we're seeing. Now, what happened for the next six years was one of the, probably the best presidencies in our lifetime as far as for the economy goes. Clinton, remember, had a balanced budget at times. We forget that. We had a freaking balanced budget in the United States. Now, maybe there was some financial engineering that goes on, but we were respected as a nation. Our dollar did fine. Housing soared, stock market soared. Now, some of that he walked into. He walked into, don't forget, George Sr. Bush who basically had high unemployment. He had a war that turned from wildly popular to wildly unpopular very quickly. He basically invaded Iraq a couple months too early. You remember that whole thing, Kuwait and Iraq. So anyway, where do I go with this? I don't even know. So I'm hoping the next six years of Obama... No, I don't even... I shouldn't even say that, because then you're going to say, ah, you're a Democrat, gotcha. 
I was going to say, hopefully the next six years of Obama's presidency, um, I'm hoping the next two, three years, we get a lot done. I hope there's some gridlock, because remember what happened was with Clinton. As soon as that health care reform got shut down under Hillary Clinton, Republicans roared into Congress and took over Congress for the first time in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and millions of years. Since 2000 B.C., Republicans were in charge of uh, the Congress. They dominated. They were powerful. Ooh. And what happened was a lot of nothing. It's not like anything. Well, there was some things that came out, like telecom deregulation, which was a disaster. Energy deregulation, which was a disaster. But that deregulation, you know, helped spur the economy and helped come up with things like Skype, helped come up with some new ideas that are out there. Speaking of Skype, I'm angry. My bosses at at, at Cron, they're, they're a bird sanctuary. Have you ever been in a bird sanctuary? Sounds something like this. Cheep, 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 cheep. I want to do Skype. I want to I want to do more work for them, but I want to do it from a remote location. All they need is a dual powered, dual core powered processor. They need to spend a little bit of money on a new computer that's not seven years old, and they won't do it. Like I feel like I'm that that elementary school teacher who wants to buy their the kids something because the school system won't you know won't provide something like chalk. Like a news station be able to should be able to afford a computer. Anyway, totally gonna get into that issue later. I tell you, I'm, I'm fired up today. So um, the White House, Washington Healthcare Consultant, speak English. I just sp- spoke in tongues. God was speaking to me there. Washington Healthcare Consultants. They're seeing too many institutional hurdles for the House to simply pass the Senate bill. So that's not going to happen. Some House Democrats would likely be unwilling to support the Senate bill without meaningful change, such as abortion, subsidies, and the tax on Cadillac plants. Another option would be for the House to pass the Senate bill and then pass another bill through budget reconciliation, which only requires 51 votes in the Senate. To address changes required by the House. Now, the budget reconciliation process would be challenging and politically unappealing. So Obama's going to look for a retreat. He's going to look for core elements. I think we all in the United States will raise our hands. The healthcare system's a little bit wonky. I mean, we all know that. We all know that it's wonky. We know that illegal immigrants can go to the emergency room for, you know, a bruise. I wouldn't dare go to the emergency room. If you have a wife who's pregnant, like, for instance, your wife's, you know, eh, she's giving birth right then and there. Don't walk through the emergency doors. Go through the front doors. Because when you walk through the emergency doors, suddenly the pregnancy becomes a lot more expensive. There's some common sense approaches that we as a nation need to start approaching healthcare with. We do. We do. I've got a doctor who um, is good with the phone. Like, he, I had a fungus on my foot. He gives me uh, antifungus cream. Calls me three, four days later. He says, is it getting better? I go, well, yeah, it got better. Thanks. But if I had said no, he said, he would have said, do you want me to give you another prescription? It's like over the phone. Why waste weeks and weeks and hours and hours of time putting me in a, a waiting room? Like there's some good doctors out there. We need to embrace them. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Let's go to Dave in Santa Clara. Hey, Rob. Um, Got a question about REITs and uh, have some cash in my uh, Roth IRA account, uh, about 20K, and just want to know if I, uh, I should invest in some kind of uh, real estate investment trust. Which one are you looking at? I'm sorry? Which REIT are you looking at? Uh, some kind of Vanguard index. Okay. I like international real estate, preferably as my first choice. Then in the United States, I'm a little bit pickier, and it comes down to individual names versus uh, mutual funds. Um, for instance, I like Vornado. Vornado is one of my top picks for 2010. I like office space in cities like Washington. No, no, no. That's, a, that's Washington, D.C. 
San Francisco, Denver, New York, L.A., Chicago. I do not like companies that have office space in situations like Cleveland. So I'm very Detroit. I can go I can Ohio, anywhere in the state of Ohio. I'm just going to say Ohio needs to be nuked. Um, so I, I think I want to be a little bit more picky with it. Now, should you buy a REIT, a real estate investment trust for a Roth account? Uh, well, sure. I, I think asset allocation, equity diversification is important. Choosing the right account to put it in so that you get the situation where you're not paying taxes or fewer taxes as possible in life is a good thing. So they tend to say put your stocks, like for instance, let's say you own Apple and you think Apple goes to a thousand. I think Apple goes to a thousand. I agree. I think it takes five to 10 years to get there, but I think it goes to a thousand. So if they continue the product that they're doing, and I will change my mind the moment I see crap product, I'm going to go crap. The moment I see it, my crap detector is going to go off. I'm going to say target removed, but hopefully I'm on radio, but maybe I will be, maybe I won't be. So I would put that in a regular account because you're not going to be selling it for years and years and years and years. So you don't have to pay your income taxes or your um, uh, capital appreciation taxes. So with the income that you earn off the REITs, I would put it in a qualified real retirement plan, a QRP, like a Roth or like an IRA or like a 401k or a 403b or a 457, because then you're not paying income taxes on the uh, income that the the, uh, the real estate investment trust tends to kick out. 800-345-5639. Get this. Heidi's good pull. Theme from Bosom Buddies. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. to Rob Black, 9-10 a.m., more stimulating talk. was from Booze and Buddies. It was Donna Dixon. And now you're saying the stuff that you store in your brain, Rob, some of it's genius and totally useful. Some of it, not so much. There's a scientist in that TV show, Fringe, where clearly something demented happened to him, but he seems to have memories that are incredibly useful and some that are not so much. I'm not saying I'm that guy, but maybe, maybe I am. Okay. I got to throw this out there, and I hate to say this. I hate to do this. I did an event last night, and there was a woman that spoke that, I'm just going to be honest. This is what's wrong with real estate. I'm going to be totally, totally honest. This is what's wrong. Her name was Carol Rodini, and anyone can go Google her, and I'm sorry for doing this. Um, her last name is R-O-D-I-N-I. Um, this event was great. It was a great event. A lot of realtors came out. A lot of mortgage lenders came out. And, you know, she was the, one of the past presidents of Alan Pinnell in Silicon Valley. She was the chief operating officer of Cornish and Cary Residential Real Estate. Um, her opinions were well thought out. But she's got no clue what the hell she's talking about. She's got a career in real estate. So her, her background is in real estate. It is not in 
economics. It is not in business. It is not in understanding issues. There was a point last night where we, they put us on a panel. There was a mortgage guy from Wells Fargo, pretty smart guy. There's this Carol Redeeding person who represents real estate and transactions. Then there was me. So I'm the Wall Street guy. And I'll tell you when I make mistakes. I promise you I will. I make mistakes. Now, Carol is this little silver tip. And what I mean by silver tip, she shows up in all purple velvet running suit. And she's got gold everywhere. Everywhere. Gold. And she's got this little silver top. It's cute. It's Q-top. Q-tip, you can call her. Um, and out of the gate, you know, I instantly knew something was going to be wrong here. She was asked, you know, if someone raises their hand and says, how do you get foreclosures? And she goes, well, to get foreclosures, what you need to do is work with a real estate agent who does foreclosures, an REO agent. And then what you do is this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, what she's not willing to tell you is the effing truth. You want a foreclosure and I want a foreclosure? Good luck finding foreclosures. Who, what real estate agent wants to be a foreclosure agent? Okay, so I just buy a house, okay? Within my, my radius of homes, within five miles, there was over 100, 100 foreclosures. Did my agent tell me anything about those? Uh-uh. She wants to sell you the million-dollar house, not the $300,000 house, which you have to go through an amazing amount of paperwork to get through. Do you know who gets foreclosures in America? Investors. Not you, not me, not Heidi. It's wealthy people who can buy 10 to 20 of them at a time and take them off the bank's balance sheets. You know who else buys foreclosures? Banks, because they're real estate owned by the bank. They're bank owned. So who sees the properties first? Banks. Now, who works at banks? People. Now, people at bank, people who work at banks get to see the properties before you do. So house flipping is a quick buck scheme pursued by amateurs and professionals alike during the real estate boom. Now it's dominant by investors willing to pay cash, all cash, who troll for auctions for foreclosures that banks are gradually trying to siphon off their books. This woman was so out of touch. She goes, real estate's an asset. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm on a panel and I'm laughing at her. She says, I'm laughing at a panelist. Real estate's an asset. I'm like, for the 12% of Americans who are unemployed and losing their homes, for the record number of foreclosures, a record number of foreclosures in America, a record number of short sales, is it an asset for them? And she goes, real estate's an asset. You just have to have a time frame. You just have to pick the right location. Like, the, the real estate industry, they're freaking parrots. They see the same damn thing again and again and again and again and again and again. And she goes, over the last 10 years, stocks haven't been the best real estate investment. In fact, if you bought real estate 10 years ago, you would have done good. So my response to that was, 30 years ago, you naggy whore. 30 years ago, if you bought in New York, if you bought in LA, if you bought in Chicago, if you bought in Washington, if you bought in San Francisco, if you put $10,000 down on a house and you, you, you took care of that mortgage for the next 30 years, or if you put $10,000 down in the stock market, S&P 500, and every mortgage payment that you send in, you send in the same exact amount of money for the S&P 500. Do you know how much you would have come ahead? 400% in the S&P 500. So she wants to quote a 10-year period where she's not talking about the benefits of taxes that are assigned towards stocks over real estate? I, have, I own real estate. I love real estate. 
Sometimes I get naked in my real estate and I go, I love you, real estate. Take care of me. I love you. But I'm not going to tell a group of people that it's an asset. I'm not going to lie to them. I'm not going to tell them that you too can get in the foreclosure market. She's in the transaction business. She's in the I get paid to speak business. She's in the, in the past, I was a realtor in California and did good business. You know what? A lot of people in, in California real estate did good. A lot of people across the United States did good in real estate. I'm not in the pie hole lying out through my teeth mode where I say that's acceptable behavior. I'm so damn angry at her. Not because she wore a purple jumpsuit with, with a gold belt. Okay, that's one reason why I'm mad at her. It just, it, it, again, it just shows you that people in the real estate industry, they're just a broken record. They're just a broken record. Again, I like stocks, bonds, and real estate. When you're wealthy, I like some artwork from dead artists. I like some commodities somewhere in between accumulating wealth and becoming wealthy. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think a 401k where you're not paying state and federal taxes gives you a 40% tax break right there. I think a home that you're going to live in for the next 10, 20, 30 years is a wonderful idea. I think the idea of flipping real estate for the average investor, you're going to get screwed, you're going to get hosed, you're going to get taken. But the real estate agent will make money off you. I think the idea of getting wealthy in real estate is a great idea, Donald Trump. Great idea, Donald Trump. But you didn't do it, Donald Trump. You went bankrupt three times in real estate, Donald Trump. You got wealthy because your dad died. There's so many people who mislead. So many people. It just drives me insane. This this little... <laughs> I'm kind of worked up, aren't I? Um, I don't know if I can do these, these events anymore. I just don't know if I can do them anymore because I just... I can't take the bogusness. I can't take the lying out of people. So it just... It, it kills me. And you know who it hurts is, is you. So foreclosures are a brutal market. Can you get, find a foreclosure? Needle in a haystack. And if you want to take the time to do it, all the power to you. I was um, Soma, Soma Grand. These condos are beautiful. It, the event that I spoke at last night was at Soma Grand. These condos are beautiful. I wish I was 25 years old. I would overspend for them, $400,000, $600,000 for a condo, but I would have the greatest sex with young women of my life. I would have the best parties at my house in my life. Condos are nice. A home is nice, right? There's no doubt about it. But you got to understand it's a liability because if I lose my job, they take it away from me and they take away my down payment. They take away everything I put into it. So you got to understand that it's for a lot of people in the Bay Area, it's still better to rent than to buy. You should never, ever spend more than 40% of your take home on your mortgage payment. And if you do, you're going down. I bought a home in, in, at Easter this year. I love it. I love it. I check it for water damage. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm making sure trees don't fall on my neighbor's house. I got the coolest shed in the world with the most awesome power computer like i've got a computer that's a robot that serves margaritas it's amazing i love my home it's gonna be somewhere hopefully i can die in it but is it a good investment no it's a great liability that gives me good tax benefits what's a good investment is the mortgage i got a mortgage at 4.7 percent heidi's mortgage is like five five and a quarter let's say hypothetically i don't know what hers is or not i got a better mortgage than she did my mortgage is better than her mortgage and it's going to be a place that I can live for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. She's going to live in a place for 5, 15, 20, 25 years. It's the power of the mortgage, having someone else take it over from you, maybe at higher rates, maybe at lower rates. It's the mortgage that goes up and down in value, not real estate. I'm tired of the liars. I'm tired of the schmucks. I can't do this forever. I got to walk out of it before I, 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 I lose my mind. So 
Carol Rubini, I hate you. I hate everything about you. I hate your purple velvet jumpsuit. I hate the gold you wear. I hate the fact that you're four foot eleven. You're smug. You walked into a good thing many, many years ago. You ain't that smart. I eat people like you for breakfast. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. The Glenn Beck Program coming up at 12 noon. Now, Rob Black, 9:10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Joining me now, I'm Rob Black. Kim Commando, Kim Commando, the digital goddess, digital lifestyle um, radio show, Sundays from 1 to 3 on this station. It also has a crazy midnight, late evening run, but I can never figure out when that is. How are you, Kim? I'm excellent. Thanks, Rob. So um, you're here to talk a little bit about Haiti and Facebooks and scams and raising money for you know charities. Well, here's the deal is that um, I'm sure everybody's heard that there's now email scams going around, believe it or not, mm-hmm. um, where you get an email that says, you know, we're raising money for Haiti or for this particular family or whatever it may be. And, and unfortunately, you know, you have scamsters out there. But now what's happening is they're also hitting Facebook. And so you may, uh, your friends may say, you know, or you may see a posting that says, join this group. And if you join this group, for everybody who joins this fan page, somebody else is going to donate. We will donate a dollar. And so you think that you're doing good, and when in fact, when you join the group, you're just—it's again just another way for somebody to try to post something on your wall, take advantage of your friends, and so you know that's a really bad use of technology in in Haiti. But there's also the good uses of technology. Like I don't know if you heard about the videographer that was stuck in the hotel after the earthquake, but he filmed all around him using his video camera, so he could see what was around him. Um, up high and up low. And then in addition to that, he had his iPhone. And so he hopped on his iPhone and he um, Google searched on how to take care of himself. He made a tourniquet, all because he had the information right there at his disposal. That's pretty impressive. You know, that is impressive. And last night, you know, aside from being the digital goddess, I'm also um, a den leader for my son's Boy Scout troop. Good mom. <laughs> so, I know. And it's like, and last night we had some rocket scientists there. I mean, honest to God, rocket scientists. Like this guy, he was talking about going into deep space and and how he put this satellite up in the air that he designed and his company designed in five years. It would hit, you know, go past Pluto and all this other stuff. But anyway, he was talking about the Iridian satellite and that before the earthquake, there were eight satellite phones in all of Haiti. And now there are over 4,000 satellite phones on the ground so that this way we're getting real-time communication. They're being used by the military. Uh, they're being used by, obviously, uh, rescue workers and care workers. And then, of course, uh, I mean, you've seen all the media people that have been down there. I'm sure they all carry satellite phones as well. I'm amazed the guy could get a signal on his iPhone because in the Bay Area, you can't get any signal on an iPhone. <laughs> the more I think right. about it. Kim- <laughs> but- but here he is in the middle of an earthquake in Haiti, and he's got five bars. <laughs> so it's like, what's going on? That's a great commercial for AT&T or Verizon. One of them must do this. <laughs> exactly. So, Kim, do you remember the Iridium satellite phone? Yes. Wasn't Huge. That, 
it was huge. It was this big, it was like a briefcase. I had I, they gave me one to trial. It was cool. You can make a phone call from anywhere in the world, but mm-hmm. it was huge. Well, now they they're still bigger than a regular cell phone. They're about the size of your hand okay. with the antenna that goes out. I was in the Grand Canyon and uh, actually used one to make a phone call a few times. And you know they're they're great. They're really great. And if you have, we had a family member that went down to Mexico and the Yucatan to do a mission, and we actually sent him down with a satellite phone just in case something were to happen. And now you can rent them for you know. 50, 60 bucks a month plus whatever charges that you might accumulate on a roaming charge or on just the, the usage plan that you might get. But the fact that you can, you can carry a cell phone to virtually anywhere on planet Earth and be able to get a signal is just amazing to me. You're a den mother, and I think that's so yeah. amazingly cool. And all <laughs> the kids must love you because you, you're hip. How hip? Well, well I think you you're know, Well, you know, and, it's, and so when we have the on-time prizes... And so, like, last night, one of the boys looked at me, and he's like, and they're all eight and nine years old. He's like, you didn't do the on-time prizes tonight, did you? I'm like, no. Because the on-time prize last night was a stone-making kit. <laughs> okay. When I'm in charge of the on-time prizes, it's a nano, it's a touch. You know, it's, it's something really cool. And, like, uh, next month, one of the other leaders, they organized a hayride. Okay, I bring in the gaming rig. You know, so uh, have you ever seen those gaming rigs? I have a gaming rig. No, no, no. Have you seen the gaming rig? It's a what it is. It's a it's an eighteen wheeler. Oh no, I don't Do have one of those. No, no, no. Okay, and so what it is it? They take this eighteen wheeler and they hollow it out, and then they paint it all dark on the inside, and they put couches and and carpeting on the walls, and then they hang like four or five flat screens on it, and so you just it's a perfect kids party because you open the door, and then they they all the children they go into the into this eighteen wheeler that's air conditioned, and and they have they drink Coca Cola and and they eat Dorito chips, and they play their Xboxes, and they have, normally have an Xbox, uh, PlayStation, and a Wii in there, a couple of them, and then after like an hour and a half, you open the door, and they all come out. <laughs> kids are spending a good eight to ten hours, they say, a day on the internet yes. and television. Does that bother you at all, or is that just a sign of the times? Uh, you know, I think it's both, and it does bother me. Uh, I see it with my son on the weekends that he'll sit there and he'll play Sims on his on his MacBook for two hours. I mean, he would play for five hours if I let him. But I look at him and go, you know what? Screen break. It's time for a screen break. Time to go outside, uh, get on your skateboard, uh, use your go-kart. Uh, you know, I'm going to teach you how to play basketball, you know, get some tennis lessons and golf or whatever it may be. But you need to get away from the screen, like now. And so he knows what that means because we've gone through it enough that when he says, no, just another five minutes, I come over and there go, okay, here's what five minutes means. It's done. A You're friend, done now. A friend of mine's a parent, and he's got three kids. And one of the things he does is he gives them um, no, no flat panel TV time. So you can't be in front of a computer or a TV. That's, that's his restrictions. Like, you have to go outside and play for 10 minutes. Like, if, if the kid's bad, he has to go outside and play. He can't be on the Internet. Like, that's, punish, <laughs> that's punishment. It is. Well, see, I use, I say no screen time. Okay. So screen means no phone. Yeah, okay. Okay, no, and same thing. Okay, no yeah. phone, no TV, no computer, no anything. And because I would say no TV or no computer, and then he'd pull out his iPhone. And so it'd be like, no, 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 no. But, but it is. It's, it's, you, have to, you have to kick their butts to get them outside to play. And, um, and then once they're outside, they're fine. But it's just a matter of going forward. And then when you go on vacation now, that if you have kids, that now they have what's called the teen rooms in most of the resorts. And the teen rooms are nothing other than places where they can what? 
play Xbox and play the Wii Fit. And so here you are on vacation, hoping to get away from all this, and then the resorts will put in a teen room where the kids can go play. And we were in Costa Rica, and I I actually went to the teen room because I wanted to check my email. And so I was in the teen room, and this guy's next to me, and he's like 40 years old. And we're in this nice resort in the Four Seasons in Costa Rica. It's beautiful. I love how you name drop. Last week you were at a resort with the Jonas Brothers. Now you're at a resort in, in Costa Rica. Go, go, oh, it's in Costa Rica. Go ahead. And so, finish. But anyway, so but I do work a lot. But so anyway, this guy sits down next to me, and he's like, I look over, and he's playing like Second Life. And so I'm like, so I said to him, you know, do you play this a lot? He says, well, he, he really can't get away from it. So here he is on vacation. Yeah. And he's playing Second Life in the teen room. Okay, problem. Second Life. <laughs> and, you know, the bigger problem is Second Life is kind of lame, Kim. Well, just, just I'm between not really into any of them. What yeah. do you play? Um, uh, Modern Warfare 2. All right, so. that's okay. At least, you know, I was, I was, I was so hoping you weren't going to say Farmville. Because <laughs> Farmville is going to be so disappointed in you. This time next week, will the Kindle from Amazon be Betamax? Because Apple will have a tablet that will usurp it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Betamax totally. I, I'm predicting now, Betamax. I'm predicting Betamax. Are you? Yeah. Oh, the Kindle's pretty cool. And today, uh, Amazon said they're going to open it up for apps. So, but it's not a color screen. It's not a touch screen. Black and white, uh, slow refresh screen. No one's going to build apps yeah. for it. Um, I don't know Tetris. <laughs> I hear you. Pong. <laughs> That's Maybe the, something like that. Yeah, and that's uh, Pong might be where you actually. I would actually play Pong. I miss Pong. Well, yeah, well, I'm sorry. One more it's question okay. for you, and yeah. you answer which one you want. New York Times yesterday said fee coming in for free content or fee coming in for content next year. Hulu's talking about fees, or do you want to talk about YouTube doing movie rentals? I'd rather talk about fees because I think most people are they they like the internet to be free, but free doesn't pay the bills. Free in a, in a perfect those. world, everything would be free. But, but I, and I think all these websites, the Wall Street Journal was first, Fox News is going, going to a pay model, um, and now you have the New York Times going to a pay model, is that the whole idea is that, that people would click on the ads and they would respond to the ads, but people don't see the ads and they don't click on the ads. I mean, the, the click-through rate on an, on an ad on a website could be anywhere from 0.01%, or if you're lucky, maybe it's 3 or 4%. But that's in a lot of eyeballs. And then you, to do the website, you've got personnel, you've got broadband service, you've got web development fees, software fees, and all these other fees. But people don't want to pay for it. So if they don't pay for it, it's going to go away. So, but people, I think, will pay for it if it is unique content that they want. And what was interesting about the New York Times is they said sometimes it'll be free, sometimes it'll be a fee. If we've got a lot of people coming, we'll let that be free because we'll subsidize the advertising. They seem to be a good model. They seem to be – Financial Times does that, but – New York Times seems to be in the right frame of mind as far as some free, some fee. And they're going to let you at so look at let you look at so many free things per day. Yep. And then that's going to be a tracking cookie, and then people are going to re- erase those. I mean, it, it's you know, it's it's a model that I think will work to a certain extent as long as the advertisers will continue and people will click on the ads or people will at least respond to some of the ads. Wish you were my den mother, Kim. Oh, well, you should come to our little meeting someday. I, I'd love to. I'll come and talk money for the, the Boy Scouts if you want you, me to. You know what? You could. You so, could. We need to teach them about money. Kim, I will fly down at my cost, and I'll do it if you could, if you could plan it. 
right, and I will. They'll love it. I'll, I'll teach them all about how to invest in the right ideas and how they can invest in Activision and Sony PlayStation 3. And they'll, they'll get a step ahead and they can get the money merit badge. I'm sure there is a money merit badge. I mean, if there's a bowling badge, you know, there's a money badge. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Kim. Everyone should listen to our show. You will learn something about a digital lifestyle or or product. I mean, did you hear we argued Kindle? She says maybe it survives. I say I don't think it does. I love what she does. Kim Commando Show, heard here Sundays, 1 to 3, 1 to 3. And she's all over the commercial breaks if you listen. Uh, Kim Commando's there. So anyway, it's it kind of looks like Donna Dixon. A little bit like Donna Dixon. Weird tie together for me, eh? It's the Rob Black Show. Is this the song that I'm going to leave Clear Channel with playing in my head? I once quit New York while listening to this song. I walked out of New York and a six-figure job because I heard this song and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do something different with my life. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Stimulating talk. Shaking like a ladder to sun. Makes me feel like a madman on the run. Find it. So I got an email from Benjamin. He says, Rob, you kick ass. You kick butt. That rant was epic. One of the most brutally honest segments ever heard on radio. Keep up the good work, bro. In the first segment, second segment of the show, minutes 15 through 27, if you go to talk910.com, talk910.com, you'll hear angry Rob. It's honest, Rob. I'm Generation X. I can't lie to you. I, I can't. That's what I bring to this table here is financial information. On occasion, I'll talk about things that intrigue me. Heidi Knight, during the commercial break, talked about District 9, one of my favorite films last year. It's a movie that kept me intrigued from beginning to end. It was a unique story. I am so tired of every story out there just being rehashed. Now, it was a little predictable, but at least they showed new characters. and they. I don't have to see Tom Cruise ever again. If I never see Tom Cruise in a movie again and I could see, you know, a French actor who's kind of wonky, I'd love it. So I bring in a little bit of the honesty of my life. But I'm going to give you financial content. For instance, mortgages are getting cheaper again. When I said earlier in the show, oh, and by the way, you can go to talk910.com, talk910.com. You can download the first segment of the show, which is about 80 minutes of the show. It's, um, you can download it, and in the second segment of that first segment of the show, <laughs> boy, am I confusing you now, you can hear this rant. And ultimately, I just threw this real estate person under the bus because I'm tired of the crap. I'm tired of people who have no understanding of what they're doing, trying to act like a professional, trying to act like an expert. You know, you want to be an expert in money? There's a book out there called The New Rules About Money. It's 88 chapters. 
It's written by Rick Edelman. You could be as smart as your stockbroker. You could be as smart as the bankers in Barclays. Now, they might be able to trade derivatives and hedges across foreign markets better than you can. But for the basics and financials, it ain't rocket science. I've done rocket science before, and rocket science ain't rocket science. It's more physics than it is science. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Anyway, mortgages are getting cheaper. Earlier in the show, I gave you a brilliant insight when I said, my mortgage is better than Heidi's mortgage. The cost of a mortgage is the true value in your home. You know, I'm able to hypothetically put $3,000 a month into a cost of, into a roof over my head. Heidi, in theory, has to put 3500 because I got a better mortgage than her. Do you now understand that we both have places to live till the day we die, but hers is costing her 500 more than mine? Do you understand that over a year that equals $6,000 and that's equals two great vacations for me where she has to work? Sucks to be her. And I'm not, I'm not giving real examples. I'm just, I'm showing you how it works. So when I say I got a better mortgage than you do, you now understand that. I'm going to get to retirement a lot faster than she is. There was a guy last night at this real estate panel. He raises his hand and he asked. It was fantastic. He asked the mortgage guy, um, Wells Fargo guy, um, how can I get the best mortgage? And what can I do to get the best mortgage? And he goes, well, at Wells Fargo, we service mortgages better than anyone else. So we think we're the best mortgage. And I just go, <laughs> Joker. What a fool. I mean, Wells Fargo does a great job of servicing mortgages. There's no doubt about it. Bank of America does too. And between the two of them, they are the 800-pound gorillas. And they eat people like me for breakfast. They're all powerful. If they wanted me dead, I'd be dead because they buy so much internet and radio and television advertising, Clear Channel would fire me in a minute. The truth is, if you want to get a good mortgage, it's you. You you bone. Am I allowed to say J-A? Um... Um, you jack monkey. Um, if you want to get a good mortgage, it's you. It's, I once said the word S-H-I on the air, and I almost got fired and left radio forever. So I got to, now I'm like super nervous about words that I can and can't say, because I thought you could say that one. Anyway, um, 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 where do you go? You know, like you can say God, um, you know, God's a good person. And you could say damn, like um, damnation, hellfire, but you can't say those two together. Like that's crazy, right? Anyway, where was I? Um, more okay. So I said, "You jack monkey." The best way to get a mortgage is you improve your 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 salary, improve your down payment, improve your credit. It's called the three C's of credit: credit, capacity, capacity equals income, your capacity to earn, and collateral, your down payment. That's how you get the best mortgage. Mortgages are commodities. In five, ten years from now, you're not even have a mortgage lender. They're going to be gone. They're going to be publicly traded on Wall Street, and Wall Street's going to decide, you know what? Heidi's got a, a package of the three C's that looks pretty good. We're going to give her this rate. And they're going to look at me, and they're going to say, Rob's got a package of these three C's, and we're going to give him that rate. We don't even need the mortgage lending industry anymore. So if you want to get the best mortgage, stop shopping around, you jack monkeys. A good lender will shop around for you and find the right product for you and find the right product for your home. Improve your three C's. Mortgages are getting cheaper, by the way, right now. Hulu. Free may turn into a fee. You know what? I'm done with Hulu if they turn into a fee. I'm done with it. I quit you. I can't quit you, Hulu. I can quit you, Hulu. I'm going to quit you. The video website launched by studios to distribute TV shows over the internet without charge. Now considering ways to draw revenue. I don't need TV that much in my life anymore. Hulu soared to popularity by offering free online viewing of popular TV shows. Now that free ride may be ending. Internet video sites said they're weighing plans to change. 
into a charging model. Like, I think 30 Rock's a pretty damn funny show. It is. But I don't have to watch it. If I'm stuck at the office late one night, pants on the ground, pants on the ground, um, then maybe I'll turn on 30 Rock. But probably not. Like, Modern Family, I don't need it. If I'm stuck somewhere, like on an airplane, absolutely. Great idea. If you're stuck in an airport and you got Wi-Fi and you could watch, you know, an episode of House. Wonderful. By the way, House is a little bit tired, isn't it? Crazy disease, ravages, the last second they figured out in the last five minutes of the show. Oh, good God. Anyway, um, 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 so Hulu's declining comment, but it looks like they're going towards the pay model, much like, um, much like everyone else. New York Times has said that. Or how about this story out there? Ooh, boxy. I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. The boxy story. There's boxy and porn. Rubini, Nuriel Rubini. He's kind of turning into a bit of a douchebag. He's one of those economists that was right about the housing market collapsing in the United States. And he's right about bubbles. And he's telling China today, he's like, China, you need to tighten your monetary policy to head off asset bubbles. He says, quote, it'd be nice to see an increase in the interest rate in China because credit growth in China has been excessive. Doing it sooner rather than later, probably the right policy. And China's just going to turn their little Chinese hand and give them a little Chinese finger and tell them to go F off. Like, who are you to t- talk about our policies? I mean, communists aren't exactly taking capitalist policies in stride and going, you know what? That's great that you brought that out. Thank you so much. We didn't even think, Nuriel. But this is a guy who basically has sex with uh, 20-year-old girls, college girls. He's an economist that's kind of, he's one of those creepy guys. He's one of those creepy guys that is two and a half times their age and dates young women and parties in Vegas like a rock star. Crazy world that we live in, huh? Where you can party like a rock star because you're an economist. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 